All right. Now, what I'm about to tell you is um, possibly going to be shocking and may seem like one of the things that I've kept from you the most. And I know that's going to sound weird because uh, I've certainly kept some pretty, you know, uh, deep and dark stuff from my past. I, I do have a family. I have a niece. Hank, I think there's a lot of things that you need to work through once we're done with all of this. There's something going down in the state of Washington, and it's not its not exactly sitting with me right. He's holding up these files and showing a bunch of virtual pinpoints in a map. Uh, and there's a lot of missing people. What it looks like out front. Like, is there signs of, like, a scuffle in the bushes or... Are the windows broken? Like, can I even tell that? Probably not, because she's so dumb. Can I help you? So as I am asking, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm really confused about the police tape because we had it rented for the weekend. Like, what happened here? She's kind of, like, walking a little bit closer and, like, pulling her glasses off because that's, like, her special, like, (laughs) look at my demonic eyes move. And then, oh, I was just wondering if it was safe, but now I just want to know what you were thinking. And I stand a little bit closer and I would like to roll Mental Dominion. We just drove all this way from Oregon to have like a nice, you know, little vacation out here. And we just don't have anywhere to go now. And I'm just not really sure what to do. But I mean, if you're really looking for a place to stay, I mean, not to be forward, but I mean, I've always got, I I mean, I own a house, you know, so like I've, I've got room. If something goes wrong, out of the three of us, I need you to be able to get out of here. And I need you to meet up with Lucy. Can you do that for me? Tim hates Mondays. And he turns around and he locks the door. And when he does, you finally, for the first time, see what's on the back of his leather jacket. The Forest Fighters. All you cool cats and kittens, welcome to Mid Takes, uh, <laughs> episode number three of the Forest Fighters. I like that intro. Thanks, Graham. <laughs> did you come uh, up with that? <laughs> no, I definitely did not. Graham, have you been watching Tiger King? Uh, no, but I've heard a lot about it. Graham, want to watch it now? Let yeah. me tell you something. Yeah, you're going to need to because I've changed this entire campaign. <laughs> To fit within the world and story of one Joe Exotic, who is absolutely a human cryptid, um, which sounds like a contradiction, but it's not. That is such a great Uh, lens to look at that show from. I love it. Tiger King. You know, now that I say that, I actually kind of now want to do a one shot in Monster of the Week related to Tiger King. And that might be something that we do soon. I'm literally going to write that down right now. Please tap uh, me in on this. I need oh, this so absolutely. bad. I need it so absolutely. bad. Absolutely. 
That show is so wild. Whatever you do, save all the actual tigers because it's very oh, depressing yes. in that mm-hmm. show. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh god, yeah. That sh- okay. Look, I don't. I won't reveal anything because I don't want to ruin it for Graham, and I don't want to listen uh, ruin it for anyone Ooh. who's a listener. Okay. Um, but before we do our introduction of who's actually in this episode, uh, although I'm pretty sure we all know by now, but <laughs> let's have a very brief discussion of the fact that uh, my cousin Jeb, I think, put it to me the best, which is. The ti- sorry, Tiger King is a series that is a that basically is a roller coaster that you never bought a ticket for, mm-hmm. and somehow it gets worse with every passing moment. Yes, yeah. um, mm-hmm. every single episode, I think. Okay, well, nothing could get crazier than this. Like this is where we've hit like a plateau, and then we're going to kind of finish out this story, and then it will start to arc down. Absolutely not. Even through the ending, it continued to ramp up and i was like what that's such a good point about the roller coaster though because it very much is like you're just going up and up and up and then the very last episode is like you're just stuck on the top of the hill and then everyone's (laughs) like what about the tigers and you're like it's it's that thing where i feel like what happens is is you go up and up and up and then they have that drop you go okay there's no way that any dip could be worse why are we going higher why are we going higher you know and it's it's, it's, it's just, is it it's joey so fantastic or joey whatever joey exotic joey, joe exotic joe exotic joe exotic, right. joe exotic. Joe exotic would have been <laughs> fine if he had just stuck with his music career well, and what's what, and that's the thing that wasn't him singing what well yeah that's also definitely true yeah. because I, look there's the so many things Okay, yeah. well, well, we can't. This is not the the this Tiger King not, yeah. podcast. Sorry, <laughs> we've, we've gone really off topic. We podcast for Tiger King, I'm but sure you know what? There we are could a bunch make of those one. already. Last week, I introduced Graham last, uh, so I'm going to do that again. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to do that uh, <laughs> not the same way. Graham, hello. Mm. Hey, Colin, how's it going? <laughs> I guess it's going all right. You know, we've got. Okay. We're How still in that situation. Tiger, what are your well, on Tiger okay. <laughs> Graham, you're breaking. You're breaking the story here. Um, you're breaking the game. Uh, Lindsay, hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It, uh, you know, we're you hanging know, in there. Quarantine. So, yeah. <laughs> Stressed out. I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> hello, Morgan. Hi. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man she's okay. staying up past nine tonight folks yeah she's staying up past I'm nine she's, up she's gonna get a little 10, wild probably whoa, whoa. watch out <laughs> watch out everyone arizona i hope you're off the roads anyway but if you're not stay off them now uh and hey Caitlin, welcome back to Myth Takes. Hey, a fresh little face here. It's me. <laughs> uh, I'm super glad that your webcam cuts off exactly where it cuts off. Because uh, on my screen, it's just you with like a halo that says nerd. <laughs> but it's all, it is golden. So yes. it's just like you've gotten this golden halo. Well, if you see the like, rest of it, nerd. it does say stay golden nerd. So. <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. It is. A, it's a good sign for <laughs> Thank sure. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you know what also is a good sign? The beginning of a brand new episode of Mid Takes. Uh, mm. So that was a great metaphorical a, uh, segue. So <laughs> we left off in a situation that was not at all where I think any of us expected ourselves or characters to be. Just as a very quick recap. We left Lucy in the bunker. Lucy was basically told, don't 
do it. Like just do normal business. Don't bother coming out here. I don't, you know, we don't need this. Then of course, Hank does have to call Lucy and says like, um, you know, let's, let's like, let's keep it loosey goosey. Oh, <laughs> uh, <Boo>. yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, you know, like let's, uh, let's kind of keep our head on a swivel. Things are actually yeah. worse than I expected. Um, at the same time, we also met Noctis's uh, incredible character work. Uh, <laughs> Noctis was named as the brother to Allie in her very quick improv as Zeke rolled up. Uh, and so this is the first time that the world has met Tim. Uh, <laughs> Tim sells insurance. Tim hates Mondays. And what was the other thing, Tim? I think that was it. Maybe, okay, maybe, was he, maybe was he a was vegan or was that something we? Oh, no, that I think that, that may have just been a joke. We were joking about that, but okay, yeah, that, okay, that's, okay. Not, that's, that's not canon. That's, that's not, not canon. canonical to two. Okay, <laughs> right, right. Okay. So Tim hates Mondays and Tim sells insurance. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that was man. I there are a few things in this show that have that I think have made me laugh as hard as that, if any, um, it, to the point where. It like got that laugh, that type of laugh out of me where like no sound is coming out for a solid like minute because it's like I'm just like literally like choking on the laughter. Which is I was laughing crazy. about it for way too long the next day after recording. Like just thinking about it in we, the morning. We it talked about up. it for yeah. multiple days. I know. Yeah. Um, it was very gratifying, guys. <laughs> you're you're genius. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're all out here because of Doreen. Yes. Doreen had called Hank um, and was like, hey, Uncle Hank, uh, help? Um, not quite in those words, but that's essentially the situation that we have found ourselves in. Um, and the end of the episode ended with um, uh, with Noctis, Allie, and Hank uh, followed Zeke, and they ended up at the headquarters of the forest fighters. And that is where we find ourselves right now. Um, he had just turned around and locked the door behind him as he, as he walked in. And that was when we saw on the back of his leather jacket, the kind of like, you know, whatever you want to call it, like the patched work, the patched in giant insignia that uh, reads the forest fighters. So what do you do? I have a plan. <laughs> so I still have one hold left over from my mental dominion. You do. And I'm going to try to use that. And I am praying that it works. <laughs> okay. So after he locks the door, Allie kind of cocks her head a little bit. And this will be my last um, uh, command. And she says, Zeke, you look really tired. Why don't you go to sleep? There is, once again, a moment of buffering. And, okay, I know that we did this on the last episode, but just real quick, can you read to me what how this move works again? Yeah. Um, I have, there, there are so many of you characters that keeping all of your moves separate in my brain is a lot <laughs> mental dominion when you gaze into a normal human's eyes and exert your will over them roll plus charm on a plus or on a 10 plus hold three which is what i got a 10 plus mm -hmm. um you may spend your hold to give them an order regular people will follow your order whatever it is hunters can choose whether they do it or not and if they do they mark experience 
Okay. <laughs> I love Morgan's expression so much right now. <laughs> I know. I realize that this is an audio format, but Morgan is like. I want mm. this so bad. I know. <laughs> okay, so there's that brief moment of buffering again. And Zeke, who normally smiles at you, his face kind of shifts. And it's not necessarily panic, but it is definitely the face of someone who is... I don't want to say not comfortable, because that sounds bad. So I need to think of a different word. Um, It's the face of someone who probably realizes that they're not in control. Um... And he kind of looks into your eyes and there is a little bit of, of fear almost like a little bit of kind of what is happening. He doesn't understand why these things make sense to him. And after an uncomfortable pause, he looks you like, you know, the eye, the eye contact that he has with Mm -hmm. you changes and he he smiles again and he just goes okay and immediately passes out on the floor. <sighs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so then Allie turns to Hank and Noctis and says okay I'm sorry I really didn't think that was gonna work but anyway should we search the house <laughs> um, does the door that Zeke locked did it open in or out uh, it opens like in like the same way that like a front door on a house, right? All for all front doors on houses go in. Mine does, so I'm gonna say yes. Generally, I think they do. I don't does. think universally, but I think generally. Anyways, mm-hmm. Noctis leans over and grabs it, and I don't know if you get Noctis is superhuman strength, so reaches over and just pulls lightly on the knob to break the lock and open the door, <laughs> and looks back at everybody and goes. Tim has Zumba in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before before we address that, I do have a quick question. Has, I guess Noctis would have done this. This is more of a Lindsay question. Have you written down a list of like, Things for Tim, or is all of the Tim things off the top of the dome? Um, I, uh, the first time, I mean, Tim was completely off the dome, so last time everything was completely, but a couple things occurred to me throughout the week as far as, like, Tim's tastes and preferences and hobbies goes, so. You're fine. I will keep this secret <laughs> till the day that I die. Um, okay, so... Uh, so I feel like though, that's gotta be some kind of role though. Right. Like if we're just going to break it down a door. Could be, yeah. Um, I mean, Noctis's I, strength is definitely there. That's you know. sure. Well, sorry. It's not so much that you, I don't think that you couldn't do it. It's more of, can you do, do you that? Do you want to see without, how well it goes? <laughs> yeah. Like how, does that happen like quietly enough that like, that's just, it just sort of happens. Or is that like someone is like, what the hell was that? You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know what kind of move that would technically be. Is that yeah, because there isn't like a pressure? strength check or anything on this. So, yeah. Right. Well, it's more of like, does it bring attention? So I guess that's like act under pressure, right? I think it would be. 
Yeah, that would like probably it's, be. it's you know being cool or not. So yeah, roll plus cool. Uh, eight, and my cool is just neutral, so eight. Okay, you do this, and um, so you say you say your cool catchphrase, <laughs> and uh, you rip this door clear off its hinges, uh, and uh, also like you know the the locks themselves also come out of the the whole like door frame and everything like that, um, and. The thing is, though, is that that's a pretty loud thing to have happen. Um, and so people probably knew that someone was home, didn't realize how many people were there. But that sound <laughs> is not something that normally happens in the okay. forest fighters, um, you know, spot, uh, especially if Brandon isn't around, uh, who's sort of <laughs> definitely the resident, like, big, tall, beefy guy. Um, and so uh, you hear a few voices from another room saying, you know, things like, who the hell is that? Hello? And, and you know, basically just, you know, different voices of people kind of being outraged by something clearly being wrong. Um, so uh, you have definitely been noticed and there will be a price to pay. Uh, so as you all run out to the car, uh, someone tackles Hank. No. Um, and... Uh, they've got him down and the two of you, essentially like two of you are in the car and he's reaching for like the, the passenger side door, uh, when someone tackles him straight to the ground. Um, oh, sorry. It, uh, I won't give you a price pay. I'll give you a hard choice. Do you take off or do you try to save him? Uh, Noctis absolutely tries to save Hank. Okay. Um, all right. So this is going to kick off very quickly, I think. Uh, so what do you do? Do you just kick some ass or how are you doing this? Um, I think Noctis would start with threatening, but I have my magical red right hand. So I just raise my right hand. It gets three times bigger and starts glowing bright red. Okay. So manipulate someone here. Um, yeah. So roll plus charm. And tell tell me tell me like do you say anything with this or is it just like you suddenly have a big hand and it's like you're gonna get yeah, it. No, it's you know it's I mean? just a very pointed like expression <laughs> and gesture. It's not Noctis isn't a big talker. So <laughs> sure. All right. That's eleven. Um, but I do have freakish, uh, which means I can't use manipulate someone until I prove myself to them. Um, How do you prove yourself to them? Well, through her big red see. hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just try and get away from me because I'm freakish when I try and manipulate someone. The only people I can successfully use manipulate on without them just trying to run away is hunters who, other hunters who I've gained their trust. Okay, they've gained their trust. Okay, so yeah, that I think, so these are clearly other monster hunters, right? Um, and they've definitely seen some stuff, but this particular person has never seen that um caitlin can you remind me of the name of the yes. person who is the bottom of the totem pole that nobody likes 
Grim. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let me see if I wrote. I feel this like down. was it Larry or? Okay. I think it was that Larry. Sounds like the bottom of the turtle pool. Yeah, that. Person. Yeah, that sounds. I guess. I guess that's not the correct term to use. But the bottom of the the food chain. Um, yeah. yeah. So Larry, yes. uh, the kind of like bottom rung uh, of the ladder. Uh, he's the guy who has tackled Hank, and for a split second, he's like really proud of himself, <laughs> and he's like, "Surely now they're gonna think higher of me." <laughs> and he turns around, and Noctis, you give him this look. And your hand grows red and gets giant. Uh, and he's immediately just like, uh, like gone. He has immediately like, it's like, whoa, okay. And like backs off real quick. Um, the two of you get in the car and you, mm, Morgan, roll act uh-huh. under pressure for me. I, need, I was going to say, you're going to get out of here, but, oh, we got to see if you can actually get out of here. Okay. What am I rolling? I'm sorry. Act under pressure, so roll oh, plus okay. cool. Okay. Are you nervous right now? I am extremely nervous, and I'm also not <laughs> cool, so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Morgan, you're very cool. <laughs> Is anybody in this particular group cool? Because Noctis doesn't have any cool. Oh, it was a six. I have zero cool. It was a six. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I got negative one. Cool. We're not a very cool party. <laughs> um, no. So that's going to add one. Oh, um, oh. uh, okay, so give a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Um, this is such a stressful situation for me. <laughs> okay, I, I know what it will be, but it's not going to be something that I can do immediately. Um, so for right now, I'm going to just mark down that we have a uh, worse outcome. And it will be resolved fairly shortly, um, okay. but it it doesn't make sense to do it like necessarily immediately. With the help out, because there's the whole situation that we just had, that's giving you enough time to like actually get the car started. The three of you barely make it out of there, uh, and you are barreling down the road, uh, heading in towards town. Hank is going to call Doreen. I almost said Caitlin, but that's your real name. Uh, and, um, Hank, yeah, Hank is going to call Doreen. Uh, what is Doreen's ringtone? Oh, let's see. Um, it's going to be, it's got to be Muse, something Muse. Um, let's go super massive black hole by Muse. Uncle Hank? Uh, well, hey, um, I'm here. Um, and, uh, hey, so, kind of coming in a little hot, though, can you... What are you talking about? Well, what happened? all right, so I, I'll, I'll give you a little, little bit of an admission here. I did not go straight to your place. Uh, we may have decided to kind of take a peek around at some of the spots of where people said that, um, people went missing, and, uh... We may have brought a little attention to ourselves. Um, what? Yeah. You did what? So, how familiar are you with Zeke? Um, I am not too familiar with him. 
Okay, so I'm guessing that that... Oh, this might be bad. So that might be Brandon's right-hand man. Because you said you're not too far up. Okay, well, that might make things worse. So we may have just really royally pissed off someone from from your little... uh From your group there. Oh, that Zeke? Wait, Brandon and Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. well, yeah. You pissed off Zeke. Yeah, um... You hear Allie in the background going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, how are we going to get out of this one? I have all of my stuff packed up. I thought we were just going to kind of hunker down. I know you have like a bunker. Yeah. um, Okay, because like here's the thing. I had to make, okay, I, I know your family, but I can't just assume that you're, you know, innocent and everything so i kind of wanted to make sure that we knew what we were getting ourselves into uh and okay so where's a good place that we can meet um because i don't know how easy it's going to be to shake these guys um well i guess we can meet over there's like a grocery store parking lot not too far from my apartment it's kind of in the middle of both of us um, do you want to meet there? A lot of things go down there, so people won't really notice us if we meet there. Yep, okay, we will be there. Let's see, let me check this GPS here. Uh, okay, Waze says seven minutes, so we'll be right there. Okay, and um, is it okay if I have someone tag along with us? Uh, I- My boyfriend was also in the forest fighters with me, so... Well, that is news to me. This, all right, now look, I realize that I have already broken part of the rules and not done what I said I was going to do, so maybe that's what they call karma, but you're bringing some unknown, okay. Hank looks to Allie because Allie um, has expressed, you know, interest in, what, what what was your sort of like, I'm trying to remember exactly what you had said to your dad when you were like, I'm leaving to go live in this bunker. Um, I mean, she said something along the lines of like, I want to help people and I feel like I'm involved in this, like right. whether I want to be or not. And I know I mentioned before, like she want, I was thinking of, well, okay, she, this is a character choice now. She was thinking of getting into psychology to help these people like and going on that track. But I don't think we've ever addressed that in the show. Okay. I think maybe I just got outside of outside of fiction stuff yeah. stuck into inside. I mean, okay. it's canon. It just hasn't been like canonized. Sure. <laughs> so. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's so, miracles haven't been proven yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Hank definitely looks to Allie for a moment here because I mean, obviously, we address it all the time. Hank is doing his best to be a better person now, uh, but the like magnitude of some of his life choices are pretty staggering. Um, and he's trying to like not lose his cool on a family member here, <laughs> and like show necessarily how uncool, quote unquote, he is. Uh, and he's looking to Allie, who is sort of maybe a voice of reason here. <laughs> Uh, who's also driving, but he's just kind of like looking at her like, what do I say? Um, Allie kind of like peeks back and looks back at the GPS and then back and is like, 
just kind of like shrugs and is like, well, she's family. You have to be nice to your family. We can figure it out when we get there. How does that sound? She's very stressed right now. (laughs) All right. Noctis. I'm going to let you have a vote here. Are we cool with this? Noctis just Tim also get a vote? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Is Tim a family man, Noctis? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tim is single. (laughs) Um, So Tim's against. Tim is looking for love. Uh (laughs) Um, Tim is ready to mingle. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Tim's in your area. Oh my god. Chat now. Um okay, and Hank Hank says uh to Doreen, Oh my god. All right. Fine, I guess. And he hangs up and says under his breath, I'm gonna need a fucking drink when this is done. <laughs> <laughs> Tim drinks um, Aperol spritzers. <laughs> hey everyone, we're about to do the section where we plug our shows and just sort of talk about where you can find everyone here in this particular arc. Uh, I did want to sort of give you a quick heads up on two things. Um, the first being... Uh, I I don't know what happened, um, but one of our players' audio was a little bit shorter than everyone else's. Uh, don't know what necessarily happened, but I think I've edited around it to sort of make sure that it doesn't feel like all of a sudden we're just talking to nobody. Um, so hopefully you shouldn't notice anything, but if you do notice anything funky, it's I, I must have missed it. Um, but that's just purely because we're missing a little bit of someone's audio. Uh, so I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. But then also, I have some exciting news for you. We know that you all have been, you know, just like us and quarantined and spending a lot of time at home working from home uh, or, you know, potentially in another situation. Um, but we have been doing our best to kind of help provide as much extra entertainment Um, as we possibly can, more than usual. So I just wanted to let you know that we recently recorded a bonus episode of Myth Takes, and so I'm going to make that, um, just like all the other Patreon stuff, that's going to be public to everyone next week. Uh, And so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, It features Caitlin, Grace, uh, Elizabeth, Max, and Alex. And I I think it's a lot of fun. We played a game called Adventure Skeletons, I laughed a lot. I think you'll laugh a lot. Um, no special sound effects or music or anything like that. I'm just going to basically cut in, cut out, and it's from a Twitch uh, stream that we did, and we've got more of those coming up. And uh, with that being said, check out twitch.com slash the scavengers network and also youtube.com slash the scavengers network, and you'll find a whole bunch of really fun, cool, extra content that we're trying to put out over the next uh, undeterminable days. Okay, and with that being said, let's cut into the ad break that we recorded. Here we go. 
Well, hello, everyone. It is me, Colin Parker, your pod boss, your keeper, your best friend, and row, row, your Tiger King. That's right. I'm back for another <laughs> episode of the Tiger King Power Hour. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually here. Mm. We're just here to talk about the fact that uh, for this month, all of the Patreon stuff that we're posting for March and for April are going to be public and put out for everyone. Um, there was a really great little piece of bonus content for side character quest that just came out a couple days before we recorded this episode. So by now it's been out for a little over a week, uh, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's a lot of fun and you can find that at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And now let's talk about where you can find the players for this podcast. Uh, let's start with Jeff Lowe himself, Graham Thompson. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who is he referring to? Yeah, I guess that'd be me. So hi. Hi, guys. I'm Graham, and I haven't seen Tiger King yet, but I'm still trying to stay relevant and trying to add to the conversation. So uh, follow me on Twitter, where hopefully by the time this comes out, I've seen Tiger King. Maybe I haven't. Who knows? I'll make you watch it. I'll watch it with you, Graham. I'll watch it again. Um, All right, we're going to quarantine together? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Uh, what is? What, did you just say your Twitter handle? Oh, no, I didn't call. I didn't, you I didn't think me. you did, but I was like, maybe I missed it somehow. <laughs> it's a, what, G-R-R-R-A-H-A-M-T, grr, a ham, T, on Twitter. Lovely. Let's talk to the one who's <laughs> dead in the eyes, but still smiles with only her mouth, Carol Baskin. Uh, Caitlin, <laughs> yes! talk to us about your podcast and where people can find you. First of all, very honored that you picked me to be Carol. Thank you so much, Colin. Um, you can find me at Unnatural 20s. I'm from Unnatural 20s podcast with me and my bestest pals. Talk for a bit about cool stuff. And we roll a dice. Um, and you can find us at Unnatural 20s. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Screams McNutty. Um, let's see. <laughs> Who else is... I just, I mean, they're all awful, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, wh what do I even say here? Um, let's talk to, I don't know, Lindsay, what, what person from, from Tiger King would you like to be? <laughs> What's your Tiger King make sauna? me choose a Tiger King <laughs> sauna? Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know. I guess I'll, I can't even remember anybody's names, but I'll be the woman who escaped from the the cult slash zoo. Oh my God. Yeah. That I can't remember her real name either, which is weird, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that's a or something. Bit. So yeah, that's you. So tell us about your show and where people can find you. Um, I'm Lindsay Nelson. My show is historical hotties. It's a show where we go through different categories of historical figure, uh, debate them in four categories and try and discover who is the biggest babe. And my co-host and sister, Whitney Nelson, uh, does that show with me. And we are everywhere on social media at historically hot. Uh, so you should definitely check that out. We've got the sculptors episode coming out soon. Some very foxy sculptors that we're talking about. So, you know, okay, Morgan, you're kind of like my backbone here. Um, so I would like for you, Ranky, Ranky, I don't know how to say that last name, R E I N K E that person. Um, <laughs> You're you're the one that sort of is keeping me grounded and doing your best to keep me out of trouble. Um, so why don't you tell us about your shows? Um, I am on The Broads and the Bees, which is a show about sex and stuff I do with my friend Joy. And I'm on this one. 
I also do Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a seasonal hit NaNoWriMo podcast show uh, that <laughs> isn't going on right now, but you should still go listen to it. And then lately, I've been streaming Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator on Twitch with my friend Aaron. So, <laughs> so good. Keep your eyes on Twitch. Date the Gothic Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're go- we if we do this for long enough, we will date all of the dads. Don't you worry. <laughs> I've got the director's uh, cut. I am not worried about dating all the dads. I'm very interested to see when you guys date the fundamentalist Christian dad. Oh my god, oh. we might have we have to save. Okay, him maybe last, all but one. Maybe all but one dad. <laughs> um, and uh, of course, I'm your Tiger King. Okay, I'm listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about how I ain't going down for none of this. Um, no, but I am gonna tell you that you can follow me at Colin M. Parker. Uh, I do this show, I do Journey Under 30, I do Apotolesma, I do Scavengers Hunt, and I do the Twitch stuff. Uh, so that's where you can find me, that's where you can find all this stuff. Follow at Scavengers Net for the network and at Myth Takes Cast to get a character named after yourself. Just like Jeff Riggs, uh, who's uh, Jeff's your hero on on Twitter. Please keep tweeting and you can have a character named after yourself. And now, back to the mystery. Okay, so I'm assuming by now it's been seven minutes. Um, we get to this parking lot, and um, uh, we're just sort of chilling. Caitlin, uh, yes. you have brought Taylor, uh, Taylor with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you're all standing in this parking lot, and uh, what what do we do? What are we discussing here? Like you're discussing with me? Yeah, like I I well, I guess. Um, hmm. All right, narratively, maybe it would make more sense for Hank to at least introduce people. <laughs> so Hank goes, uh, all right, well, um, Allie Noctis, uh, this is this is my niece, Doreen, and, um, uh, well, okay, I don't know who this gentleman is, but I'm assuming she will introduce him. This, um, this, this is Taylor. Uh, Taylor, uh, I guess, nice to meet you, son. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm I'm keeping my eye on you. Okay, like old timer. <laughs> Sorry, no, I didn't mean disrespect. I just I feel you know we're all stressed, and like I'm just I'm just trying to be as supportive as I can of my babe here. <laughs> can Allie tell that Taylor is not human? Can she? I feel like she would be able to, but that's just me. I don't have any re- like any reason for that, but just like I don't know. Do you think that like if you're not human, that you just sort of like you pick up on that vibe? Yeah, like I feel like you have a better eye for it. Oh, okay. So well, are you saying say, this is? Go ahead. Yeah. Noctis definitely knows when people aren't human, and monsters instinctively react to Noctis too. So. Noctis is oh, freakish, yeah. and monsters react to me. They recognize my apocalyptic potential. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, so um, I think that basically. Okay, so as this goes, I want to point out though that 
Morgan, what you did just like basically make canon is like the cryptid equivalent of gaydar. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> you know? why? Like, <laughs> um, I know it's not she said you just have an eye for it. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was, I was like, the way you worded that was you're like, okay. Yeah. It's like, you right. just kind of see, I'm like, mm, yep. I could tell. Right. No, like, um, like, like Spidey Sense, but like Monster Sense. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Monster Sense. They're not the same species, though, so maybe it's right. not. Right. No, no. I, I, I feel know. you. Um, And, uh, you know, so basically um, he's kind of doing the whole, like, he's been paying attention to Hank. And, like, as, you know, the introductions are going around and he's, you know, saying hi, he, he does finally shake hands with Hank, even though Hank is very clearly not impressed <laughs> by him. Uh, shakes Allie's hand and he turns to you, Noctis, and he stops. But then he slowly reaches out his hand and still shakes your hand. It is that look of like, I am acting cool. I am not showing <laughs> that I can tell something. But like, he's definitely kind of looking at the others like, does no one else? No? Okay. Hello. <laughs> He's, he's, uh, he's you know, like, Noctis like, okay. tries to make themselves as small as, <laughs> yeah, Noctis tries okay. to make themselves look as small as possible as they always do when meeting new people, so. Oh, that's like. It, it doesn't work very sad. well. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so you're all just like standing in a public spot, essentially, uh, and you've really only got, you've got two normal humans in a group of five, um. And uh, you've now been introduced. So Hank says, well, uh, we may have, I don't know, may have kicked the hornet's nest a little bit. So uh, what do we do here? Did you see if they were following you? Oh. (laughs) And it's actually kind of perfect that you said that because that is the worst outcome. Um, Immediately, you hear coming around the corner, uh, you hear like kind of starting quiet. You hear uh, a very loud truck engine as well as a few motorcycle engines. Um, And they are revving up and they are getting closer. They are probably a couple blocks away. Um, And so Hank says... Okay, we've got to get out of here. What what do we do? I think at this point, um, Doreen knows like a place where they can kind of hide and hide out. Um, and it's kind of like through a windy road so they can kind of lose the guys behind them if they go fast enough. Um, so I think what she says is just get in your car and follow me. Okay. Um, and so, uh, let's see. I want you to roll act under pressure for me. Okay. My first roll guys. (laughs) (gasps) And it was not good. (laughs) Oh man. All right. So I got five. Oh no. You definitely don't drive fast enough. (laughs) Oh man, granny. (laughs) Get out of town. You're kind of on these winding roads, but. It's very clear that the other three out-of-towners 
aren't as confident in the roads and driving skills. And so they don't quite drive as fast as I suppose as maybe we should. And you are all now surrounded. Um, the forest fighters have their entire crew, uh, minus Brandon. Um, but they seem to have grown in numbers in the last few days since you last saw them, because whereas they used to be eight with the two of you, uh, there are seven of them standing there now. Hmm. Wait, where is this taking place now? Uh, this is like probably about a mile outside of town, uh, on like in kind of like a, in like the, in a wooded area. So like you guys have gone through some windy roads, but, uh, you kind of come to like one little straight away and they've already kind of got you pinned essentially. As long as we don't have to throw down in a grocery store parking lot. (laughs) No, luckily, luckily you were fast enough to, to do that, but, uh, yeah, you're not getting out of here. Um, so I would like to ask every single person what they do here. Um, let's start with, let's start with Doreen because Doreen knows them. Mm -hmm. Doreen, what do you do? Okay. So Zeke is with them. Zeke is with them. Yes. And Larry. And then I know probably everyone except for like two people, right? Yeah, there's a couple there's a couple newbies there. Okay. So I think uh both Taylor and I get out of the car and we're gonna try to like defuse the situation because clearly we we know who they are. I mean, we just saw them a couple days ago. Um so Doreen is going to go to um go to Zeke and he's gonna say or she's gonna say um we're just trying to get out of town. If you could just leave us alone, I'll be back in on Monday. Don't worry about it. Can you just let us get through town? Okay. I'm going to have you roll for that in a second. While this is happening, Noctis, what do you do? Uh, Noctis is just kind of standing, waiting to see what everybody does. They don't have a lot of... They don't want to start fighting too early or anything if they're not going to. Allie, what do you do? I'm putting my hair up in a ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) But taking a defensive stance otherwise, she's just going to be ready because, like, I don't think that there's anything to do at this point unless they move first. Sure. So let's let's have Doreen Mm -hmm. roll manipulate someone. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, I got a uh, 13. Okay. Uh, Well, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. Um, Oh, but if you ask too much, they'll tell you a minimum of what it would take. Okay. So, okay. All right. So they they will do it, but you do have to, they're going to give you a minimum of what it would take for them to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did say that I was going to come back on Monday and obviously I have no intention of doing that. Right. Um, and I think that everyone in this group, um, who knows you is like, okay. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, they're definitely very unsure of what's going on here. But when you say that for some reason, they trust you. Um, Zeke is going to take a little more convincing. Zeke says, 
Well, I'll let you pass. I'll let you guys go. But before you do, I need to know one thing. I need to know what happened back there. Is he talking to me? Uh, he's looking past you. So he's looking, he's talking to everyone else. Okay. He is looking directly at Allie. Mm. I mean, like, he's definitely trying to act tough, but he's not. There's a, he's, you know, he had kind of like a bad boy swagger earlier, mm-hmm. you know, because he thought he was so cool. Uh, he's still trying to act that way by, like, kind of standing on, like, uh, you know that like foot thing that you have on like big trucks to, to help you get in mm-hmm. to a yes. thing. So he's like standing up on that to try and get like height on the situation <laughs> to look like a, a big man in quotes, right? Um, oh, but Zeke. he's he's um, you know, he's kind of like he's not. He's actually a little bit like unsure of himself right now. Allie's going to do what she always does in that sort of situation and lie through her fucking teeth about what happened back there. And she's just going to be like, I, she's shaking her head. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I like, what do you, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. He says, I, I brought you. You all followed me to where we all stay. And I remember walking in the door. And then the next thing I know, I'm out cold on the floor. And when I come to, our fucking door's been ripped off. I, I don't... Listen, you I don't know how you fit into this. And he points to you, Doreen. Something weird as hell is going on here. And I don't I don't like it. Um Allie just shrugs again. <laughs> I think she gets nervous when people call her out on her using her powers because she's not comfortable talking about it with just like randos. So she just always feigns ignorance and is just like, I have no idea what you're talking about, even if it's completely obvious that she does. So. Basically, everyone has stood down, but they are all kind of waiting for Zeke to move. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they're all kind of like ready to leave. They've they've all decided that they trust Doreen. But Zeke needs a little bit of like reassurance that things are normal mm-hmm. and that what Doreen is saying is accurate. And if he can be convinced of that, then he'll also back down. Um, and right now we're in a position where everyone's just sort of waiting on his decision. So I think maybe then since he is directing that attention at Allie, she... I guess we'll try to help make Doreen's case and just be like, look, like I'm, you know, sorry that you weren't feeling well. I things got a little weird back there, but you know, we'll just, we're just going to get out of your hair. It's no, you know, it was nice meeting you, but uh, I think it's time for us to move on and we are just going to get out of your hair and everything can go back to normal. 
And then I want to roll to manipulate. Does that make sense? Um, to just kind of prove her point of like, like manipulate him into thinking like, yeah, if you guys just leave, everything will be fine. Sure. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I do roll weird instead of charm when I manipulate, so that ended up being a 13. Okay, so we've had two huge successes there. It's like, okay, bye, guys. I know, yeah. (laughs) I think that, okay, I promise I'm not trying to be difficult, right? This is one of those things where, again, if if you ask too much, quote-unquote, they'll tell you a minimum. I think that because of how much we've already put Zeke through, he's kind of like a guy who... Just needs like that one little bit of detail. And like, this is just mm-hmm. a matter of improv and acting essentially at this point. Um, he seems more at ease and he's getting ready to get in his car. And he says, Before I, you three, you three said that you were here to do some hunting. Yep. (laughs) That is definitely what we said. I don't mean to intrude, um, but I mean, you know, I also, I mean, I enjoy a good hunt. Um, (laughs) This has all been very weird, but I'll, I'll I'll tell you this. I'll let you all go. But I, I would feel a little bit better about knowing what's going on if, um, Why don't you let me go on that hunt with you all? Oh God! Instead of instead of whoever was going to take you out to your little spot, um, how about I show you, you know, like my spots or you know where I I've got a blind uh, a couple miles out from here, you know. Uh, Zeke, I don't know. I I feel like I would like to know if you all are going to be in town. I feel like I would just feel better if I knew where you were. Would it? I I don't know how okay. Brandon would feel about that, Zeke. I. I feel like he needs you back there, especially with Taylor and I leaving right now. Um, I think it would be best if you just stayed with them. Once again, even though he's not really under the thrall, if you will, of your move, there's sort of a, once again, kind of a pause, a buffering. And he says, uh, that, that, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, Doreen, I, I guess you know these people. Um, just you keep an eye on them. When you come back on Monday, you know we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. But um, he kind of rubs the side of his head that he definitely hit when he crumpled to the floor earlier under Allie's uh, last order to him, uh, and he says, "Okay." Um, well, hey, uh, we're, we're going to head out, but you all stay safe out there. Um, not to be, you know, weird or anything, but I mean, Dorian could tell you, but, uh, these woods aren't exactly safe. And he finally follows along suit with the rest of his crowd and he gets into his truck and he leaves. And you are all standing in a clearing 
uh, before people started talking, before people started getting out of their cars and talking, Hank quietly pulls out his cell phone. And before he gets out of the car, he dials a number. And he calls Lucy. So I I forget, where did we leave off last episode? Didn't Lucy and Hank exchange a series of texts? Or was that... No, it was a phone call. Like, you, the two of you okay. had been on a phone call. And... Um, oh, you know, right, right. I would do exactly what he implicitly said while working only in the gray area. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so before he gets out of the car, um, to, to greet these people, he calls Lucy for one moment. So your phone rings, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you, you guys what Lucy's uh, ringtone is? No, we already know what yours is. I need, I need you to, I need, are you going to answer the phone? Yeah, I don't know what Lucy's in the process of, but yeah, whatever. Lucy flips open and answers the phone, just, just presses the answer button, puts up to her head. Uh... I imagine all of us have flip phones for some reason. <laughs> yes. And um, you only hear one word. Archangel. And Lucy's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, it's back in my mind. Let's get on to bigger, better things. <clears throat> now those witches. And then now, of course... Uh, Lucy's, I guess, digging up that text, digging up that message, wherever, wherever that information was sent. It's now like, all right, well, I guess, so it was Washington, correct? Is where, all right, cool. Well, I guess I'm going to Washington. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Promo and You'll Miss It, the Bleak and You'll Miss It promo, where every promo is over before you know it. I am James, your host, and we've been getting scads and scores and, and hordes of people wanting to know how to get in touch with me via the show Blink and You'll Miss It. And that is easy. I'm on Twitter at Blink226Racer, which is a reference to Season 1, where we covered Blink-182, Plus 44, and Boxcar Racer. So 182 plus 44 is 226. So at Blink226Racer. Talk to me.